Welcome back to Shots Fired Podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm Christy. And welcome. Thanks for listening again. How's it going, Christy? <laughs> Good. A little under the weather, as we both are. So. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> We're on Struggle Street today, so if we sound a bit nasally, yeah. um, terribly sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are struggling. It's both hit but, us overnight. Yeah. Mm, love that for us. So since since last week we had like a chatty, I mean it, it started off very chatty and it ended up like all about me. So today we're <laughs> going to do an all about Christy, Ooh. but before then we're going to have a little catch up. How's it been going? Oh. Things been going well besides the sickness that's hit me today. Everything else yeah. is going good. Um, I did that shoot that I've been yapping on about finally. Looked epic. Um, it was really cool. It was like. Yeah, it was really cool just to do something for myself, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, I got the photos because I shot film and digital mm-hmm. and I um, was looking through them and I was just like, oh, I finally feel like it's it's my work. Like, it's so weird. Like, mm. I've been shooting for so long, but I'm like, yeah, that's my work. Like, that's what I've always wanted to shoot is like editorial style. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, ever since I was younger, like, you know, get the magazines, look in Vogue and you're like, oh, fuck, that's weird. Like, I love it. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to pursue more of that. So I've just been like in the works of planning more sort of editorial stuff. So Cause I, that's just what I want to shoot. Good at it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. like what I love and I'm just like the weirder, the better. So yeah. Yeah. New Kadon. New Kadon coming at you. Amazing. <laughs> that's, it's cool. Cause I've been looking about, at that a lot more as well. And mm. I feel like where my work is going is a lot more taking inspiration from editorial work and using it in, kind of personal branding scenarios as well um cool so kind of like similar but not at the same time and I'm also um starting to arrange some styled shoots myself along that more on that direction I guess um which Mm. is very different from the weddings very different from um the commercial work I do so it's like it just feels you it just feels so exciting especially if it's like your vision and you bring it together like it's different if someone asks you hey can you come and shoot this but it if mm. you create it and you, you know, search for the models and you get the stylist and you get the location mm. and you bring everything together, it just, it's this massive feeling of ownership and control over it. And it feels so much more real. So I'm yeah, like exactly. very excited to see your photos. They looked so, oh. so good. Honestly, when I got like, when I looked at them, I was just like almost in tears. I was like, oh, I finally feel so like good. I'm shooting what I want to be shooting. And it's like the most empowering feeling. It's like, yeah why did I not do this more often? But it, I think on that level, it is harder to organize those shoots. Like I had to organize oh, it like three times because like people were pulling out and this and that. And then it got to the end of it and like we didn't have a hairstylist, we didn't have a makeup mm. artist, we didn't have a stylist. But I was like, fuck it. Like I know I can take control. So it ended yeah. up just being myself and the model. Um, and then we got clothing yeah. um, from like a higher place. And oh, then I she just, just like, dropped it off. Yeah, okay. I yeah, see. yeah. So yeah. she doesn't style. You just like, she just has the clothes yeah. for hire. Um, so I just styled it, directed it. I did her hair. I had like everything. I was just like, amazing. <laughs> and it but ends up being incredible. It's yeah. so effort, um, effort for payout, you know? Like if mm. you put little effort in a shoot, chances are you're going to get a little bit out of it. 
But if you exactly. put so much into it in the planning phase and like the communicating to everyone on the team what you're going for so everyone's on the same page into like literally what you're doing, like you're literally doing the hair, like mm. you're going to get so much more out of it if you're that in control of it and plan it that much. So yeah, yeah. that's massive. I'm so excited to do more of them mm. and maybe start pitching to them like magazines and stuff yeah. and try and like direct my work in that way just so it stands out a bit mm-hmm. more um, amazing and like even with your personal branding doing like editorial like yeah sort of inspired like it just makes you stand out so much more yeah like, it does oh, yeah. yeah you don't want to be cookie cutter hey mm, yeah I'm really excited for like this new sort of like fresh inspiration because I feel like it definitely fired me up a lot more than I have been in a while so yeah I'm very excited love <laughs> to hear it have you got any recommendations yeah. for the week I'm actually just going to recommend all you creatives to plan a shoot for yourself. So, because mm-hmm. that helped it. me so much, like just inspired me and like got me I sort of back to my creativeness. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely like, and don't just do like get a model, like get like some funky with your styling, like yeah. hair, makeup, like everything, like go all out, do a big production. It doesn't cost you anything or it might cost you a little I think it cost me probably like almost 300 just in film but you don't have to shoot Mm -hmm. film everything else was completely free because it was just all collaboration style so just Mm -hmm. go through magazines go through Pinterest find something that intrigues you and like Mm. just plan big and you'll really really surprise yourself so definitely this week pick pick a theme and do it I feel like a lot of creatives like plan a shoot or they think they're planning a shoot but really all they're doing is reaching out to some people who have maybe modeled in the past and maybe not Mm. are even actual models because Mm. yes there is a difference it doesn't mean someone's prettier than another person it's a difference in between how they move how they know the angles how they work and how they communicate with you so Mm. if you are planning a shoot I mean again it doesn't have to be like a professional model but if you Mm. are make sure you're giving them as much information as you can and communicating everything you can so that everyone's on the same page. Like when I used to organize shoots, I would hit up a model and be like, hey, let's take some photos at the beach. And Mm. we'd have no real, you know, like guide of what we're doing. Maybe I'd send them a Pinterest board of like 20 photos. And then once you get there, you kind of ignore them. You use it for poses, but it's mm. even even within that board it may not have been cohesive like everything the same look so when you're planning these shoots really challenge yourself to nail down a specific mood like what does it feel like what words does it bring to mind how does it make you feel all mm. of these things and make sure the model everyone on the team knows that and you're being super intentional with how you're planning it otherwise you're just going to have this mismatch of mediocre or you might get lucky and get some bangers but like you just there's so yeah. much to be unsure about within that so being really intentional Mm. like exactly how you've done it is awesome yeah I'm very like um precise with the moods these days like I'll be with the model like all right give me like an upset look give me angry like this is Mm. all I'll give them a character and I find that shines through a lot um because like if you go back to photography it is art and it's meant to make you feel something so like the model needs to be a character and then yeah. she can work her posing and like the whole like essence of the whole shoot will kind of be um, clear. So yeah. yeah, being really precise with the mood, like you said, is really important. And like making sure you find a model that's on board for it. Like this yeah. chick that I found, um, Ayla, she's like not much experience at all. Like I just sort of 
was like oh I really love her look um and like yeah she bleached her eyebrows for me she bleached her hair like she fully just was awesome. like committed and I was like all right, I really want to do contortionist vibes like you yeah. know give it your best shot and she just like took on the assignment like 200 yeah. percent. like she oh, was so just giving it everything and I was like girl like you've got a big future ahead of you if yeah. you have this attitude and yeah really like just yeah getting a keen model and then yeah you just will flourish flourish yeah. in that. Mm. yeah it takes a special type of person to be like loose and flowy and do those mm. weird things as well and not feel like self-conscious about what they're doing and mm. yeah just like as a model really letting loose and just being in the moment helps you as a photographer so much so so freaking much so um, when, when you meet yeah. a model or any client you're working with on a shoot how do you kind of go into the flow of the shoot what do you do you generally start with the same poses to get them warmed up like what do you do um I like to sort of warm them up to me first um so I'm a very chatty person like so (laughs) I just like talk 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 sort of like see who they are as a person see how we're gonna gel um just like see how much experience they have and all the rest like I'm just yeah I like to really before we start shooting just understand who they are and their boundaries Mm -hmm. and what they're comfortable with and um sort of give them a rundown of how I like to work as well like I'm very like I see things as I'm going I'm not a very planned person like I get really inspired as we're shooting and I so I'll tell them like as we're going all right stop there can you just like either like even dance for me like flowing Mm -hmm. your body dancing um that sort of thing's really good or just like I don't know, giving them direction and showing them on the camera as well throughout your shoot is really yeah. important. Um, so they know that they feel good because if you don't show them what they look like, they just get really self-conscious and it shines yeah. through. So, yeah. Is Making there anything them feel you do to communicate huge. with them before the shoot to try and help them feel comfortable? Um, I mean, just the general chit-chat. Like I, I chat a lot with my clients beforehand. I think especially with um, – like portfolio sort of stuff or like the model shoots like we'll sort of bounce ideas back and forth um outfits just all the rest but like other than that um I don't know I feel like they get a bit of like a sense about me as well I even voice memo a lot as well and Mm -hmm. I think that really helps people I guess like humanize me so it's not just like a random messages popping through um so when they hear your voice I feel like that's really helpful as well if you can't have that phone call with them like some people aren't keen for phone calls but I'll definitely Mm -hmm. opt for phone calls if possible um so yeah voice memos just stuff like that um and sometimes I'll literally bring like a seltzer down or something like that and if they're really yeah. like loot like um really stiff I'm like hey like I've got a couple of seltzers like if you want to have just a bit of liquid courage like have it's a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> so I've done nice. that a couple of times and people yeah. like honestly love it they're just like oh thank you and like even two sips of a seltzer they're like all right let's yeah. go <laughs> if you're um, like flowing yeah. through a few poses and things and then they get a bit stuck and they're, you know, when you get to that point where they're like unsure what to do and they're just kind of standing there and Mm. how do you get out of that like funk when you've kind of got nothing really to work with and you haven't got something that's immediately coming to mind? Yeah. um, Either there, I'll take a break and just let them like literally shake it off and be Mm. like, all right, let's get out of your head for a second. Um, Then we might look at some posing on my phone just so we can like, if they're a bit stumped, then we'll just pick a pose and be like, all right. Mm -hmm like I'm going to hold this up and you can get into this position and then I'll help 
help you get into it properly. Um, mm-hmm. If they're just really uncomfortable, like some people just get in their head and they just mm-hmm. can't do it like without a mirror in front of them or watching something. So mm-hmm. I think taking a break, like if they're flustered and they're like unsure where to go next, like just have a little bit of a break, shake it off, mm-hmm. look at inspiration um, and then keep shooting. That's what I like to do. Nice. Do you mm. find that after you shoot something creatively for fun that's like different to what you'd like been putting out for the past you know few weeks do you get many inquiries specifically asking for that look now that you've just done something different uh yeah I think so like I get a lot of people that will send through my work and like I want to shoot something like this um yeah yeah, so I think people don't know what they want until they see it and they're like Mm -hmm. they see something that you've done they go oh I want to do that yeah so true yeah, but the before that, they I don't know. I guess it's a completely new idea to them. They have never seen it before because, like, yeah. you can't copy. I mean, I mean, some people copy, but, yeah. um, you know, when you make something, it is authentic and new. So, yeah. yeah. And how do you go about getting brands and, and other people involved in collaborating on it? Yeah, just reaching out. I think the thing is everybody wants content. <laughs> like, yeah. no one's going to say no to content, especially if you're – like putting out your best work, like not putting out just like I do a lot of stuff that I'd never post. So mm-hmm. I'm always putting out my absolute best and stuff that I want to attract. So I think mm-hmm. brands are going to want that sort of level. Yeah. So when you reach out to them and be like, hey, can we use some of your styling or whatever? Um, and then we're happy to tag you and you can post or everything. Like everyone's keen because mm-hmm. they're just like, okay, like – and I think the bigger the team, the more inclined they are to go for it because you go, we've got stylist here, like model, everyone would be tagging you. So it's mm-hmm. getting shown on six different accounts. Like there's a lot yeah. of reach. Um, yeah. So reaching out and like a lot of people won't respond as well. Like I reach out to a lot of people and they won't respond. Mm. So it's just like, don't get disheartened and just like find a team. And it honestly always pays off. Like I've done a couple yeah. of these shoots now where I've like gotten a whole team together and the content just goes four months <laughs> mm. because you got so many people so posting true. it. It's yeah. always coming up. Like I've still got locations posting stuff I did months and months and months ago yeah. because they love the work and they're like, oh, can you come back and do more? Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it helps me, um, but it helps them just as much. So yeah, that's like yeah. also what's good about like being really intentional about what you're shooting is you can be prepared and like timeline out how many looks you can do. And mm. make sure they're very different. So if you've got the yeah. same model in the same location and you're doing five looks, those five looks can be different and you like the longevity of though that content goes a lot further than if you did five different outfits in the same studio background with the same lighting. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like getting that diversity when you're shooting is so important. So you're not just posting the exact same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Do you have any um strategy when you're move these over to Instagram and when you're posting um I think like that's something that I am trying to figure out because I'm just like I don't want to be salesy I kind of want to be more like a portfolio portfolio on there but then I know Mm -hmm. that um that sort of doesn't I don't know so I saw I use it more of a portfolio but on my stories is where I'm a bit more salesy or a bit more Mm -hmm. pushy with engagement so Something yeah. that I do um, is film versus digital and that really helps me with engagement and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I think you posted the other day, it was like, doesn't matter about the followers, it's literally your engagement. Like you might yeah. have 
like 6,000 and you had like what 50k or something yeah. look at your wedding page like just yeah amazing. so my wedding page has I think 640 followers and mm. I was organically reaching over 56,000 accounts in the last yeah, 30 wow. days and on my main page with um, seven and a half thousand followers I was reaching about 10,000 people mm. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I found interesting actually was lately I've been posting reels on my wedding account that are only reels, you know, they're not on my grid, which is mm. usually when they don't go as far. Yeah. But they, they have been doing much better than the ones that I put on my grid. So Ooh, it's a bit of an experiment I'm just constantly it. playing around with what to do because, yeah, some mm. of those have just been going wild and mm. I have no idea why yet, but it's working. So cool. <laughs> yeah. I might start playing around with that because that's sort of what I've been doing like with Instagram is one, being intentional, but two, just experimenting. Like, yeah looking at the insights and the engagement I'm like all right why did that not hit because like I yeah. might love like yesterday I posted a video that I made um from the shoot and I was like it just didn't go anywhere and I was like obsessed with it I was like this is so I saw cool. it like, too it was really cool <laughs> yeah I was like why is this not going anywhere yeah. and I like, deleted it and posted it again after a couple of minutes I was like no one saw it posted it again yeah. like, a couple of hours later like still no one saw it and Same I'm like thing. yeah yeah I was you like don't okay know sometimes hey yeah <laughs> But then I the reel I did before that, literally, like, you know when you're in your reels and you scroll down, it's like, just like pick a template from someone. Yeah. I just did that. It took me two minutes to make and it was like, just chucked like 30 photos into it. Yeah. And it just made this like quick flick through of photos that went for like six seconds. And that went way further than the one that took me like an hour and a half to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, ah, you just don't know. It's always like, like that, really- hey. Yeah. Always so. Like that. With my Instagram, I'm like a bit more experimental um, and trying to be more intentional. But yeah, mainly on the stories, the film versus digital is definitely something that helps. Or just like if you can put a question box up or just like yeah. randomly doing stuff like that, like it actually mm-hmm. helps big time. Nice. Um, and I'll notice I get a lot, a lot of saves on my stuff, but maybe not as yeah. many comments. So I think a lot of people like... Mm might draw inspiration Using but they the don't want to show their faces yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they're like oh no we yeah. can't show her face otherwise she'll know that we've stealing her yeah. crap <laughs> have you seen on tiktok tiktok oh my god me and my TikTok. sick voice TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> have you seen that now you can see the names of the people who've saved your videos no, I haven't really mm. been on there. Oh, that's a bit. I wish Instagram had that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Out these bitches. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, you wow, cheeky devil. <laughs> no, we love it. We love a save. I'm just kidding. We love you people yeah. who save our content. We do love a save. It actually helps the engagement. So continue to yeah, do so. For sure. That's the goal. <laughs> mm. Do that stuff. So, what from here, once you create this. You know, you create this epic styled shoot. It gives you a lot of kind of momentum and positive vibes about your work and it kind of gives you the fuel to um, keep going. How will you use that in a greater strategy to get the clients you want? Mm. How does that kind of follow through? I was actually thinking about this in the shower this morning because I was going through the photos and I was like, all right, how can I make these go beyond just my Instagram account? (laughs) Um, Mm. So I think what I'm going to do with these ones is, which I have done in the past as well, but sometimes it's just a bit more time consuming than I'd like um, just for me because I'm not the best at emails and stuff, but um, is just putting them in a bit of a portfolio and just shooting them through to magazines or brands and just kind of um, using them as advertisement updating mm. my website so they're like on the forefront 
um and just honestly which sucks that it is like this now is making reels out of them like because yep. that is what makes you That's go further my life now <laughs> yeah i'm starting yeah. to slowly come around to it I'm like all right christy just yeah i've seen people blow up recently just because of their reels like freaking getting like someone i know just grew like 40k in just over a week on instagram Seriously? from reels 40k yeah wow because she's been posting all her tiktoks onto instagram a photographer so she no she's a like model influencer okay mm-hmm. and just all her because she's big on tiktok um so she just has been posting them all into a, a new instagram account like she made a new one and just sort of experimented and she's grown mm-hmm. 40k in just over a week and i'm like okay obviously this works <laughs> i've heard that that with the new accounts once you start like really hammering if you make a brand new tiktok account and hammer it mm. with like your exact niche that you want to go into then it immediately blows up a lot more than it originally would because if you've got yeah. an account that you've been around a while, like you've liked all of these random things, maybe you stopped posting for a while and then you come back to it, it doesn't know who to show your content to. But if mm. it's brand new and you like immediately go right into the niche, like you're searching all your keywords associated with um, who you want to reach and you're following the right people and everything that every single piece of data they're using to decide who to show your videos to is mm. within that niche, then it just it's immediately hitting the right people and, and can immediately blow up. So I'm yeah. interested. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll create a yeah. new TikTok account and yeah. just like re-download every, you know, good one that I've ever done mm. and try just see what happens. I feel like that could be a cool experiment. I think it would work. My little brother told me to do that a while ago because I made one and when I, I made it, I was babysitting for someone and they had my yeah. phone. So like the little girl that I was babysitting made me an account just so she could make TikToks on it. Mm. <laughs> so like from the beginning, my account just has all these little kids comment on them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? So my brother was like, just restart, like just start fresh. Yeah. And I did, like I was using two accounts for a while, but I just ends up just going back to my original one and yeah. I think I'm slowly starting to weed out the small children that just write hate comments <laughs> for no reason I'm like why are so they so good. hateful that's <laughs> hilarious 12 year olds these days I tell you oh my gosh <laughs> but it obviously funny. works like yeah with this chick she had her account for like 10 years or whatever and it's at like I think 60 to 70k like her original yeah. account and this new one she's made is gonna overtake it in the next week I reckon yeah. which is just wild okay I've got a I've got an idea for you you need to every single, maybe like top three look, top three photos of every look you took and mm-hmm. even go back through all of your other Instagram content and upload everything to Pinterest with really yeah. specific keywords because Pinterest mm-hmm. is the most underrated marketing tool for photographers ever. Yes. I'm really I, interested yeah. if you really get on that and literally put as many keywords you can to do with editorial photography and see what happens. I'd be really keen to see the results. Yeah, that actually is definitely something I'm going to do because the last like week or so when I was just looking at um, inspiration for the shoot, I was like seeing this advertisements of photographers I know or like mm-hmm. stuff pop up on Instagram, oh, sorry, on um, Pinterest. And I was like, okay, like this is really yeah, underrated, like you said. Yeah. Um, and I've posted probably like two carousels on there before and that's yeah. it. And um, yeah, I'm definitely going to start doing that actually because yeah, that is a you good link experiment. It, you can link it right to your website. So, mm. I mean, even like people who are high up in marketing for brands 
and in control of literally who they book, the first thing they're going to do to decide on the look of the shoot is go on Pinterest and find a vibe. And if they Mm. see your photos on Pinterest and they're like, this is the perfect vibe for what they want. And then they're like, wait, she's a photographer. She's in our area. Or like, she's not in our area, but we could fly her in. Then if that's the vibe they want, they'll go directly to you. They can literally find you right there instead of finding all these other people's photos and then asking someone else to do Mm. them. That is, yeah, that is actually a great tip. Something I've always like thought about and I started to do it a while ago and then I just stopped. I was like, oh, my intent's yeah. too slow. Like, But yeah, I think experimenting is what I'm starting to do more and more of now because I'm just like, all right, yeah. it can work because I'm like, everyone's like, Instagram's dead, you can't grow, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, but pay- yeah. people are still growing. Like it might be harder, yeah. but you can still grow. <laughs> so just have to kind of like, instead of being stubborn and being like, no, I'm a photographer, I'm going to do photos. Like, yeah. okay, but what's more important? Do I want to grow so I can reach more exactly. brands and clients or do I just want to be stubborn and just be like, no, I'm just going to post photos. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd like to do, but maybe one day Instagram will pull their heads in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I'm on the fence. Hey, I'm like either Instagram will come back because there's clearly problems and so many people are angry about it that in order to succeed and stay a well, you know, a popularly, popularly used social media network then they're gonna have to change things but the other half of me is like nah it's already out (laughs) it's it's going it's dying it's gone yeah I think it'll always be there because it really is like the heart and soul of like everything now even when I go out to dinner I want to look at the menu I always look at photos because I'm a visual person so I'll go on Instagram straight away and go all right I'll look at their tags I'll look at their stories I'll look at the highlights like what's but it won't be such like a viral tool anymore it'll be a practicality almost like Facebook business pages like I feel like it's gonna still be used but it won't Mm. be as it is today or as it was probably more like five years ago (laughs) Yeah, that's why I think as well, like, it's good to be across a few platforms. Like, people say you should be on three platforms. And, like, I definitely just rely on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you hate TikTok and you hate being on camera and, like, you can't find yourself being, like, real and, you know, just showing even stupid things then don't be on TikTok because TikTok is absolutely that. It's like yeah, little literally. stupid, not curated, honest, mm-hmm. funny. Like people talk about like disgusting things on TikTok. <laughs> like, I know. You, know, you don't want to know mm. what they're talking about. And they get like thousands and like millions of views on it. Mm. But if you're not that kind of person, then maybe don't do it. Like find something that works for you. If you find that mm. Instagram works really well for you keep using it if you like youtube keep using it if you don't want to be like front and center maybe do a podcast if you're good at talking if you don't Mm. think you can like articulate what you mean but you have things to say maybe focus on your like blog and seo like there's things for everyone to use you can't do all of them just pick the ones that are gonna show your strengths and Mm. put your all into those 100% I think um, it's so important for people just to sit down and like also plan out like who they are and what their style is like write down keywords this is something that I've done and like I continue to assess Mm -hmm. and I'll do it like a few times a year is write down what I want people to see when they look at my work like what sort of mood they want to feel like do they want to feel like it's really energetic and bright or do they want to feel moody or like what 
what is it that you want to like what's your brand because you Mm -hmm. have to have a brand even if you don't show your face on Instagram your photos are still a brand like everything is a brand yeah so it's like having that clear will help you so much and I think Mm -hmm. it it can get confusing because when you're doing work for people like it's not 100% your vision but then just don't post that stuff or put it on like your highlights or something that's something I do as well if I don't want to post it I'll put it in my highlights like say it's e-com work I don't want to put that on my page but you can see it in my highlights so it's just hopefully you can get to the stage that the people are booking you for exactly those things anyway if you get Mm. consistent enough people will you book you for that you know but if you're not if you're if your branding isn't as so consistent that, you know, this shoot feels like this and then that shoot feels a bit different and then that shoot feels completely different. If your work Mm. isn't looking cohesive, then you're probably not going to be booked out with people who want you for you because what you are is scattered. It's all over the place. Mm. And it really puts you backwards. Like, because I'll go through phases where I'm onto it and I'm just like, this is all in brand, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to like, a point where I'm like oh, I don't know what else to post because I don't have anything that fits mm. the sort of theme and then I'll be like oh well, I should probably post some client work because it does get you obviously yeah. more like traction on your post because you, they'll all post it to their stories and blah 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 so I'm like oh I'll just post some client work because it's still good it just might not be as much of my style I'm trying to attract and then as soon as I do that yes it gets me views and people comment and all that but I'm just like Oh, I don't know what to post next. And then I sit on my preview app trying to like plan it out. I'm like, oh, I've mm-hmm. just fucked it up. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do now. And oh you'll notice gosh. it. Like if you go on my feed, there'll be like gaps of like a week because I'm just like at a creative stump of how to make it yeah. like flow because I've just fucked it up because I couldn't yeah. help myself. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. I was like going through my preview yeah. this morning with like my new photos that I've taken other day and I'm just like ah oh, this is a completely different style and I want this to be my style but I'm gonna have to like batch a lot of shoots now and like plan yeah. a lot of shoots so I can make that my new thing you know so now that you've done you're finished with that shoot are you like straight into planning another creative one or you have a little break and see what you want to do no I'm, I'm straight into planning another one for sure I um I want to work with like identical twins it's something I've wanted to do for a long time so I want to get what? like identical twins Uh uh-huh i want to get just like real artsy with it so i've found some twins and amazing message a stylist and just yeah everything that it feels like so good when you're finally stepping into like just what you've always wanted to do because this like Mm -hmm. as soon as i did this shoot i've got all these ideas that like I've always wanted to do but you just kind of like you suppress them for so long and then as soon as you sort of tap into it again like all my ideas just came flowing back I'm like oh my gosh now I'm just like so keen to just shoot them um oh my gosh I'm so so. excited yeah so I'm just gonna start planning hopefully always have one in the works like it does take a lot more energy planning these shoots because it is a bigger scale it's hard to get people that are gonna block out that date and not book it like if they yeah. get a paid gig, obviously they want to book that over the top. So that's what happened yeah, a couple yeah. of times with the makeup artists, but yeah, which is fair enough. Are like you going to get a full day paid shoot? Like take exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it is a lot easier to do them last minute, but you can't do them last minute. So yeah. <laughs> um. Having a few on the go definitely, and I've got like my whiteboard up in my office with like a million different ideas that I've been wanting to do for ages. I just haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to planning them. So now I'm going to like actually put them Does into it action. Look like and- a detective's like. Crime yeah scene. i'll show you Look strings it. everywhere 
<laughs> it's massive. It's like nice. a, one of the ones in um from school. I yeah. don't know why I have it actually. It takes up <laughs> literally goes to the roof. <laughs> oh so gosh. Funny. Amazing. So do you want to leave everyone with a few like helpful hints or anything that they can kind of get started with styled shoots and getting into their creative genius? Yeah. I think um, do some homework this week and grab pen to paper, go sit by yourself, like take some time out. Maybe like I'm not a big meditator or anything like that. Like that's not what I do, but maybe go for a walk or go sit on a park bench or just isolate yourself, um, sit there for a while and then just pen to paper. Who are you? What's your brand? Write it all down. Just keywords that come to you. Just write everything down, like just word vomit onto this paper um, and then just start to get inspired and literally write down things that don't even make sense. Like they'll make sense as you follow it up and just write mm-hmm. everything down and just start to like sort of see where your head's at because I find it really hard if um, to check in with yourself unless you are doing that. Like you need to check in with who you are and your creative side. So mm-hmm. definitely taking some time out to get back to your art because um, I definitely used to be a lot more of an artistic person. I think this has really helped me recently is slowing down and being like finding who I am as an artist, not just a photographer, mm-hmm. but an artist and having that mood shine through and like, yeah, doing those key things is like get creative with your posing and the mood of the shoot and like everything, not just rocking up and taking photos because, yeah, they might look great, but I think people really are craving art these days, not just the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again so yeah. um so definitely like just yeah put your heart and soul into it maybe yeah just write it all down honestly word vomit onto paper and <laughs> things will just <laughs> start to fall into place and I've got like a book that I've had for years and I like just do all in that book and it might be like mm-hmm. a year gap of what I've written down and then I'll put yeah. something else in there and then I'll flick through and see ideas in there that I've had from three years ago and I'm like oh I still really want to do that yeah so go out and buy yourself like a creative book where you can just write all your ideas I do the down. same thing in my notes mm. in my phone because I'll get mm. these thoughts at the most random times usually if I'm like washing my hair or I'm driving or like yeah you know, something like that so yeah. I, I'll either just tell Siri to <laughs> jot it down in, the, in notes <laughs> or I'll open it up and like just, you know, put some things in there. I have like note taking from all the podcasts that I really like and, you know, yeah. favorite lines from books and everything like that. And random ideas is, is another one in there. So, yeah, no matter where you are, just jot it down. Yeah. I've literally been like woken up in the middle of the night before. I'm like, oh, I need to write this down. Like, <laughs> and every time I've ignored it and like not written something down, I end up forgetting it. And I know yeah, that I've it. just missed out on something that could have been really cool. And I'm like, yeah. just write it down. I can kind, mm. kind of imagine you, Jack, with like a little recording device. Well, I forget <laughs> what they're called. <laughs> um, today, um, I had this idea and I'm going to... Shit. <laughs> and Kath and Kim and Kel's like a butcher and he's always like idea for sausage rosemary and fennel and <laughs> like <laughs> just randomly like presses record oh and goes God. idea for <laughs> so yeah even uh, if that's what works right. for you get a recording device <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> now you're making me sound like even more of a dinosaur <laughs> You love dinosaurs. We all sing a dinosaur I do. shirt. I do. I do. <laughs> it's gonna. That's your brand. Jack is a dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> no, is. I'm kidding. She's oh, I forgot dinosaur. to tell you my um recommendations. Yeah, hit us. 
So my number one is I just got the iPhone 14 Pro Max and I love it. It's great. Mm -hmm. The camera quality is absurd. I used to be like, oh, I don't need a a phone with a good camera because I have cameras. Like, what's the point? And Mm. now I'm like completely flipped and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm a photographer. I take photos all the time. I don't always have my camera on me. So why not make the most of a good camera on your phone, especially when I need it for like BTS and things like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like having a, a decent enough phone, especially yeah. now that reels are such a big thing, getting those behind the scenes is like yeah. literally a non-negotiable now. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, um, I didn't realize this when you're editing, but if when you're in Lightroom and if you like need to crop a photo, if you press L, you go into lights out mode and the whole mm. screen goes black except for the photo. So yeah. it really allows you to focus on what you're cropping and what it's going to look like without the back, you know, all of the noise of the sliders and everything around and whatever other tab mm. you have open. Um, yeah. So I really like that. And also doing the side-by-side comparison um, on Lightroom when you're moving on. It's it's big for weddings because weddings, you want to keep everything really consistent with your edits. So you can look mm. from, you know, this shot to like the next scene. Am I still consistent? Um, because a lot of the times your eyes will just adjust and you'll think it's consistent when really like the white balance is too cool or something. So yeah, that's what I've been really working on and I've found that's really helping. Yeah. Another one of my recommendations now that you've just said that is getting a um like a keyboard cover. I have a Lightroom one. So when he said lights out, I looked at the L key yeah. and it says lights out and it was like seven dollars from nice. AliExpress. Um cool. and it's got every shortcut. Like, I think you can get it for Photoshop, Lightroom, all the oh, rest. Really I just have handy. a Lightroom one. So it's got every key. It has, like, you know, D is go to develop or S is yeah. toggle stack. And, like, it tells you on literally everything, like, the shortcuts. So, so that's good. $7. I've had so many people message me when I put up my story, like, where's this from? Where's this from? So uh, AliExpress. Amazing. Yeah. Love that. Same Maybe time. we can, like, make more aesthetically pleasing ones. <laughs> I was thinking that, hey, it's pretty fugly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like no one look at it. It's uh, filthy, but that's you know that could be our next business idea. Watch this space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else <laughs> Another to add? One. Uh, no, just have a bloody good week. Smash it. Yeah, I hope Seize you guys the day. Um, feel better than we do right now. <laughs> I'm so yeah. nasally. I know. <laughs> I've just like got like something in my throat this whole time. I'm like, yeah, I'm me too. It. <laughs> oh, maybe we have the same thing. I, know. I really don't want to do this. I've got like a very small like an elopement this afternoon, which I don't normally do anymore. But since mm. I just got back and I didn't have anything booked, I was like, yeah, right. And now I'm Why like, oh, I really don't want to do it. Is it in Noosa? In Noosa? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. So it's just like 20 minutes <sighs> down the road. It's fine. It's literally an hour booking. So it's okay. You can push through. Just but have I'm some just, coffee. When you're sick, the last thing you want to do is like leave the house and go work. I know. And, and, I, yeah. and it's super cloudy and like cozy as well. Yeah. You just like kind of want to have a hot tea and a hot water yeah. bottle and just snuggle exactly. up. But you'll have a great time. Yeah. Just have a exactly. coffee and maybe some or like an energy shot or something. <laughs> I can't do those when I'm sick. I no? can't. When I'm sick, I can't do coffee. I can't do any form of energy drink, soft drink. I just want tea and water and that's it. My body that's like so freaks out with anything else. I have like a medical um, Manuka honey that I have. It's like, I don't even know why it's so expensive. It's like a small little tub of honey, but it's like 
$80 or something like that. Like Jeez. it's like medical grade. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll have like a scoop Insane. of that. Yeah, it's no. ridiculous. I don't know. I honestly. Better I don't fix know you right away for that price. I don't understand the science behind it, but there's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just really pure honey. Very expensive, but very good for you when you're sick. So that's mm. my go-to. Suck on a spoon of honey doll. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. We love you so much. And we promise we're getting some guests on very, very soon. We just want to make it perfect for you guys. We don't want to do anything rushed. So stay tuned. We will yeah. be hearing from some amazing guests soon. Yeah. Big love to you all. Chat to you next week. Have and have Bye. a great week. Make it the best ever. See you all. Yeah. Do it. Bye. <laughs>